Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Happy race week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, the Stickered Up podcast, the official podcast of your Solid Rock Carrier's Cars Tour. And it is race week in round two of the 2022 bout for a championship in the Cars Tour. We head to the Catawba Valley this weekend, Hickory Motor Speedway. Pro late models will take the track for 100 green flag laps. The late model stocks 150 laps on Saturday night. Festivities at Hickory Motor Speedway start on Friday afternoon. Alternating practices start at 1.30 for the late model stocks and the pros. They'll go to 5.30. Cars will return to action on Saturday afternoon. Late model practice will go 11.45 to 12.15. Pro late models will wrap up the alternating practice session with a 1.30 to 2 o'clock. Late model stock car qualifying will start at 4.15. Pro late models at 4.45. Driving reductions at 5.30. Green flag for the race at Hickory this weekend will take place at 6 p.m. A little bit early start time than normal. Usually we start around 7. 6 o'clock green flag at Hickory Motor Speedway this weekend. It'll be very interesting to see if the Quapple brothers can do what they did at Caraway a week and a half ago. See if they can uh, win the pro and the late model stock car race at Hickory. Again, uh, at Hickory Motor Speedway this weekend and looking at the pre-entry list that we've got to date. Obviously, you're touring 12 on the late model side brandon pierce braden rogers justin johnson carter langley jansen marchbanks caden honeycutt chad mccombie bobby mccarty mason diaz zach miracle connor hall jonathan schaefer carson quapple our winner at caraway lane riggs jason york hayden swank connor jones and Andrew Grady are on the docket to be in the late model stock car race. And then the annual entries on the pro, we've got Cody King, Austin McDonald, William Solowich, Charlie Kavane, and Luke Finhouse. So obviously we think we'll get some more entries before Saturdays, and you can check out the Cars Tour website when that comes out and get the official entry list um, to see if your favorite driver is going to be at Hickory Motor Speedway this weekend. Brandon Willard's got the caution flag out. We'll come down, stick her up, and we'll return. We'll talk with 2021 NASCAR national champion Peyton Sellers, who participated at the Old North State Nationals, to see what his plans are for 2022. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Furniture for less. Prices 30 to 40% less than the big box furniture stores. Conveniently located 3301 Richlands Highway, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Call Adam Resnick, 910-540-7157. That's 910-540-7157. For all your furniture needs, give them a call. Furniture for Less, official furniture supplier of the Stickered Up Podcast. Follow them on Facebook at Furniture for Less, Jacksonville. To 
delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals and the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. This is Carter Langley, driver of the GXS Raps, Justin Johnson Racing number 5, and you're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Green flag back, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour on the GSX Raps Hotline out of Danville, Virginia, the 2021 NASCAR National Champion, driver of the Clarence Steakhouse, Danville Toyota, number 26, Peyton Sellers. Peyton, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast. Man, it's an honor to be here. I appreciate you guys having us on. Well, I think it it, it, it turned some heads uh, a couple weeks ago when they saw you enter the uh, the first cars to a race of 2022 at Caraway Speedway. And, you know, I can tell you from a fan and from a sponsor and a supporter of the cars tour, I d- it definitely brought a, a, a sense of uh, urgency and excitement to have Peyton Sellers in that field. Talk a little bit about your experience uh, running with the Cars Tour in the first race of 2022. I'll be quite honest with you. I, I never took the Cars Tour lightly because I had an opportunity a couple years ago to run for Forest Reynolds down at Greenville, and I seen how tough the series was then. But coming into Caraway, I've, I've raced Caraway, you know, a little bit through the years, and uh, you know, I, I've had, you know, I've raced against all the competitors in the Cars Tour, but to come into Caraway last week and and just see what the cars tour is all about i understand why they have such a following behind them right now they've got their ducks in a row for sure they're they're friendly when you come in they appreciate you being there jack and all his team they're not treating you like the enemy they're treating you like they want you to be a part of what they've got going on that means a lot you know we're short track racers we all work full-time jobs during the week and we want to go race on the weekends and, and have fun and when you pulled into caraway last week and seen all the campers and all the motorhomes sitting out there you can tell it's a family event and, and they want to be, you know, promoting that week in and week out because, you know, that's what it's all about here. Short track racing. We're not there to um, put put 200,000 people in the stands. We're there to have a good time and put on a heck of a show and, and make short track racing what it's all about. Obviously, you got you got kind of banged up in, in that big uh, that big pile up on the front stretch about halfway mm-hmm. through, able to kind of piece it back together and, 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 and brought home an 11th place finish. Obviously, not what you were looking for, but. Talk a little bit about the the race as, as a whole and, and kind of how it went for you. That's what I really liked about it. The format of the race was really neat because it put it into the crew chief's hands as far as when you needed to pit, when you took fuel, when you took tires and that sort of thing. And uh, HC made the, the perfect call. We, we actually stayed out the first caution. We got track position. And when the second caution, we took fuel. Uh, I thought we were in great shape because you saw so many of those guys running out of fuel later in a race because they took fuel that first 50 lap break. We stayed out. We, we played it. We said we're going to take fuel at lap 100 and tires at lap 150 and, and race it till the end. Um, 
with a couple of more cautions in that race and my car in one piece, not, you know, from not being tore up, we would have had a shot at it because those guys were running out of gas left and right. And that's the drama that goes with the car store and having the longer races and the controlled cautions. And, um, th that's the, the fun part for me is being able to put the crew chief and the team into the game a little bit throughout the race. And, um, you know, we, we did, we got caught up in, in somebody else's mess there. It took out myself. Uh, well, we were able to finish, don't get me wrong, but we were banged up. Toe was knocked out and kind of kind of limped it home to an 11th place finish, which I was, you know, not completely upset about because with the competition level there to still be able to, to kind of hold our own a little bit toward the end and, and do that was fun. But, you know, guys like Mike Looney got tore up for no reason. And, you know, somebody bottlenecked on the front row, and typically that doesn't happen, but it did take out a lot of good cars. Well, I can tell you, if there was probably one more caution, you might have been sitting in the catbird seat because I know a lot of those guys were were, were biting down fingernails down to nubs. And uh, uh, it, like I said, it, it was one of those races where strategy came in. And, and like I said, if you gotten that, if you gotten one more caution, and man, after you know, from really lap one hundred to lap one twenty five, there were so many caution flags that it, mm -hmm. one more, and it probably would have played right into your favor. But. Uh, you, you interviewed uh, Tony Stevens with Pit Road TV. He interviewed you on um, on Friday afternoon, and that came out on Saturday. And you mentioned that you potentially were looking to run multiple cars tour races in 2022. Wanted to give you an opportunity to share with your fans kind of what your plans are for 2022 with the cars tour and obviously with the NASCAR stuff. You know, last year we had the opportunity. Last two years, we finished second in national points to Josh Berry two years ago, and we won the national this past year. It consumes a lot of your life. We, we run 40 races last year, run a lot of races between Dominion and South Boston, and it kind of tied us up to where there was no off weeks to go race. This year, we've kind of made the commitment. We're going to run South Boston. We're going to go to Dominion some. We're going to move around a little bit, but we're kind of focusing maybe on the off weeks of let's, let's find a good car store race. Let's go race with those guys. They are the, the best short track racers going right now as far as weekly racers. And, um, you know, as a group that travel around, they're, they're the best thing going the opportunity to go to different tracks and do different things and, and not be in a rut of running the same track every week is very encouraging for us to be wanting to go do it. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to picking some cars through races and going to race with those guys on the off weeks. Uh, you know, all of my guys thoroughly enjoyed last week at Caraway and uh, we, we want to be a part of it. So we're going to try to do that. We're going to move around a little bit and uh, enjoy some, some, a weekend off every now and then we hadn't had that for the last two years. So, um, the car store is going to give us an avenue to go out and travel a little bit and, and race. You had Daniel Silvestri that ran the car store last year full time under the seller's, seller's umbrella. Did, did 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 seeing him and some of the success that he was able to have, obviously won at Dominion, uh, had some really solid finishes throughout the course of the year. Did that kind of help you guys lean towards maybe doing this a little bit more in 2022? You know, seeing Daniel run last year definitely meant a lot to us to be able to know that our cars were competitive. Daniel brought a tremendous amount of talent to the table and we had a good car for him. Um, we were able to kind of dip our feet into the water a little bit with Daniel racing in it. And it definitely opened it, opened the door for us to be able to go do it. Um, Daniel's school schedule isn't going to allow him to be able to run the cars through much this year. So he's going to kind of focus on dominion. But I think once he gets out of school, he'll be right back in the car store because he, those guys really, really enjoyed racing with Jack and all his people last year. I would if I was a betting man, I would I would bet that that Dominion and South Boston are probably two of those cars to a races that you probably got circled. Um, are you thinking maybe maybe in four or five races, or do you think is it kind of one of those deals where you kind of see where you're at with what you're doing and 
just kind of how the weekends fall? It, it kind of definitely depends on points a little bit. You know, depends on if we tore cars up and that sort of thing. But I think four or five races are, is very reasonable for us to be able to do in a car store this year. Uh, we're going to have to look at the schedules pretty tight and pick tracks that, that we like, you know, and, and logistics is a key part of that. But, um, you know, for me, definitely Dominion and South Boston are two tracks that I'd like to circle to go do it. We're going to prepare pretty hard to go run for the Virginia Triple Crown this year. And yeah. that's going to consume us a little bit going to Langley and going to, you know, Martinsville. But, um, you know, th- that's things that we have circled on our calendar along with the cars to our races. Right. One, um, obviously a 20 national champ, your second national championship, um, by the way, and um, there's a little bit, a little bit of gap between the two. But how is this? How is this championship in 2021 different than your first championship? So at 21 years old, winning a national title, you you, you realize how big it is, but you don't. You, you know, you kind of understand that. Hey, this is this is a big deal. I was the youngest national champion at that particular time, and, and still am today. Um, and and I realized then that it was it was a really big deal. It was a lot of. Uh, you know, opportunity to come along with it, including a, a development contract through GM and Richard Childress Racing. Um, but I used it as a stepping stone. It was like, all right, this is what I needed to do here. Let's go to the next one. 16 years later, running for a national title and being able to win it with a lot of the same crew members that, you know, my dad's spotting, my brother being there, my mom and wife being there. Um, you know, it's just, it, it was more of a personal feel and something everybody asked me last year and they said, are you going to repeat? Are you going to try to go back and do it again? And I said, guys, I hadn't even thought about racing. I'm trying to soak in this national title this year and enjoy it for what it is because as racers, we get so amped up, and it's like once you win, the, the the thrill of that victory is gone, and you're ready to just go race again. And and I wanted to really be able to soak in the, the offseason a little bit. And, you know, NASCAR took us to the NASCAR Awards Banquet in Nashville, and uh, we had a car at the PRI show. So we, we had a lot of things going on in the offseason that kind of promoted the national title. And it gave me an opportunity to kind of soak it in and enjoy it. And, you know, we really haven't talked about what we're going to do racing-wise until, you know, a week or two ago. And we said, well, let's let's go South Boston because it's 30 miles down the road from the house here. And then on the off weeks, you know, definitely going to Caraway this week and, and having a little bit of speed and, and kind of enjoying that series, you know, kind of amped us up to want to go do some more of it. So we're trying to put our schedule together right now, where we're going and what we're going to do moving forward. Correct me if I'm wrong, and um, but I believe that David Blankenship has won seven track championships at South Boston Speedway. And if I'm not mistaken, you've won six. Is that correct? <laughs> you know, I don't want to talk about that, but <laughs> David Blankenship is a so, – so honestly, like I can remember right now as a kid coming home from Caswell County go-kart track, Liberty go-kart, Orange County cartway, all these tracks, I can remember coming home on Saturday nights and listening to the radio broadcast yeah. and hearing Barry Begley and David Blankenship and Maurice Hill and so many big names in short track racing. Those yeah. are the guys that at the time I was racing go-karts, I'm like, they were Dale Earnhardt to me. You know, They were the top right. of the heap for me. And I don't even put myself in the same classification as those guys, but here we are you know, many years later and I do have six titles and, and a seventh would be nice, but... I don't put myself on the same level as a guy like David Blankenship or, or Barry Begler, any of those guys, just because they were my idols. I don't want to be on their level. I want to have them as idols for the rest of my life. So, um, man, I'm, you know, in the, I'm in the same boat with you, man. Those yeah. are, those are the guys that I grew up watching and they go in mm-hmm. orange County and South Boston, orange County and South Boston. And 
man, it was the yeah. best of the best, man. We we were spoiled when we were kids growing up watching short track racing for sure. Exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, yes, we, we do think about championships, and it's nice. But at the end of the day, you know, it's easy to run for championships when your car's running good. And, you know, these guys here are working hard, and we're trying to get cars better and better each week. And a lot of things got to happen to go run for a title. You know, you know, you got to start the year off. If you have a couple wrecks early on, you know, it makes it tough to contend for a title. So, so many things have to go right. I don't ever sit here day one and say, you know what, let's go, let's go run for this championship. But but then at the end of July and into August, you're like, hey, if we still got a shot, we'll stick it out, you know. Yeah, we we talked before you came on on live that you got you've you've still got some stuff going on. It's kind of you know wrapping up kind of your I don't call it your victory tour, but you've got some things that have have recently happened as far as honoring you as a national champion with NASCAR. Wanted to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about some of those things going on up in Danville. Absolutely, you know, Advance Auto Parts. Um, it is really put a lot back into the weekly racing series. You see it every week with Ryan Blaney in the Cup Series. But they've also, by sponsoring NASCAR's weekly series, they had an event for us last week at Advance Auto Parts, um, making it making it with the Danville City officials. Um, so last Thursday was Peyton Sellers Day in the city of Danville, which is a really cool deal for me. And then last Tuesday night, they honored me at the city council meeting with a resolution there. So, you know, this championship is kind of, propelled me and helped me to get notoriety throughout the community at the end of the day it helps our sponsors you know all the sponsors get to kind of tag along and be a part of that and you know without those guys we don't race you know without Clarence's Steakhouse and uh, Danville Toyota and Sowers Construction I've got so many sponsors that I've been very very fortunate to have Um, you know it's just every piece of it works together and by Advance Auto Parts promoting this thing like it has that helps make it all work as well. Let me ask you this. I mean, obviously, uh, you and your brother HC with Sellers Racing, and you guys have built a pretty remarkable um, development program over the years. And and obviously, this championship has to kind of help with that. Uh, Some of the young drivers that you have under the Sellers stable, Landon Pimbleton, who won at Martinsville uh, in 2021, Mm -hmm. and Daniel Silvestri again, who ran in the Cars Tour last year and, and sat on the pole at Martinsville. What does that do for you guys, for UNHC, as far as the development program and attracting sponsors, attracting drivers to come and run under the seller's umbrella? We, we've been very fortunate to, to make, you know, to make a business out of this hobby of ours to be able to do it. And so many years, year in and year out, you, you have young drivers that come through your program and, you know, they, they run a few years with you and they either move up and try it at the next level or they move out. And it's just simple as that. They either kind of realize, hey, this isn't this isn't for me. Let's go to college. Let's let's build a career and do something different, or let's keep climbing that ladder. For us, the last three years, it's been a blessing because without Landon and without Daniel, it's just it's been a joy to work with those guys because they've got the talent that it takes to race at the next level, and we've been able to kind of hone their skills and work with them. And you know, it's kind of it's kind of odd because you would think, oh yeah, they just jump in Peyton's car and go fast. That's not the case because. Daniel needs something different in his car, right. and Landon needs something different in his car to 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 match their driving styles. Right, you know, like Daniel's kind of a up on the wheel, up on the edge of the tire, giving it all he's got every single lap. Landon's a little more methodical. Landon takes his time working through traffic and generates speed a little different way than I do. You know, than Daniel does. So to have those guys kind of build our program together has been really neat. Now they they both need more experience. They're trying to get that. You know, Landon's got an opportunity this year to do some 
ARCA stuff, which is really going to help his late model program, I think, as far as just getting him used to that sense of speed. And then by Daniel having a year of cars tour under his belt and being able to settle back in at Dominion, I think that's going to be a good brew for him to be able to make a title run up there. So, um, you know, those young drivers make our program look good. And, you know, in the past, it was like, you know, me being the lead driver or Philip being the lead driver is what kept the, the product strong. Mm-hmm. Well, not now. You know, we go to Martinsville. I was quickest in practice. Daniel qualifies on a pole and Landon wins the race. Like, what more could you want out of your team is to have all of the team clicking in the same direction. It's kind of like, you know, Hendrick Motorsports. You know, every one of their drivers wins races on a regular basis. That's what it takes to build a team and make it strong. Yeah, and I've had the opportunity to, to visit y'all's shop, man, and it is first class up there in Danville. And, you know, UNHC, you guys have done – an amazing job uh, for short track racing, not just on the on the cars tour side, but also on the NASCAR side. And uh, from a from a racing fan and a supporter of racing, man, we it's it's the folks like the sellers that that make short track racing good. I want to give you an opportunity to to thank the sponsors and thanks the people that get you guys the racetrack every weekend. And um, again, man, thank thank you so much for for coming on the podcast here. Well, well, and, and likewise, Stephen, you guys, you know. GSX Reps has done so much for short track racing over the last few years. You know, I see, I see brands like yours and Solid Rock and some of these guys that just get it. They they just love short track racing and want to be a part of it. It means a lot because there was many years there when Bailey's was that team. You know, that, that just sponsored cars and and was putting money into the sport and helped build it to what it is. And I look at you as the same way. So um, thank you guys, but. You know, we've been very fortunate. We've had clearances for about 20 years now, on and off. We've had Dimble Toyota for about 20 years, on and off. And, um, you know, Clarence took a chance in me being his first rookie driver in 2002. And that really was special to me. And Dimble Toyota's been, you know, a company that's been with us on and off since 1999. And um, to have those kind of sponsors, it means a lot. But, you know, we've been very fortunate. We've got, you know, a Hedgecock race car. We've got a Lee Malone race car. And we've got a Forrest Reynolds car now. Uh, we, we've been very fortunate with that. We've got Billy Banks engines. We've got Brian Tanner engines. And depending on where we're going and, and who can, you know, what combination we need, it, it gives us the best opportunity to go out and win races. And, um, you know, with with everybody that kind of chips in on this thing and makes it happen, uh, it puts us in contention to win every week. So we're just very fortunate to have so many partners that kind of help us to get to where we're at. Well, Peyton, congratulations again on your 2021 national championship on the NASCAR side and really looking forward to seeing you at the Cars Tour events here in 2022. Um, And again, uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And hey, man, you come to a Cars Tour race and win and we'll get you back here on the podcast. Absolutely. Look forward to it, guys. Thank Thank you, sir. That's Peyton Sellers, driver of the number 26 Clarence Steakhouse, Danville Toyota number 26. Brandon Rillard's got the yellow flag out. We'll come down pit road, stick her up. We'll wrap up this episode of Stickered Up. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour.
Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. I'm Jansen Marchbanks, driver of the number 10 DoorTech Garage Doors Hedgecock Racing Ford Mustang, and this is the Stickered Up Podcast. White flag out this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. We had to Hickory Motor Speedway this weekend, 150 laps for the late model stocks, 100 laps for the pro late models. Again, action starts on Friday afternoon with alternating practices for the late model stocks and the pro late models, 1.30 to 5.30. Gates open again on Saturday, late model Pro late model alternating practices start at 11.45 and wrap up at 2. Grandstands will open at 3 o'clock at Hickory Motor Speedway. $25 general admission. Twelve Kids 12 and under are free. And uh, hope that we can see you at the Hickory Motor Speedway this weekend. Late model stock car practice will or qualifying will start at 4.15. Pro late models, 4.45. And again, the green flag will fly at 6 o'clock, pro late models for 100 laps and the late model stock cars for 150 laps. want to thank our guest, Peyton Sellers, the 2021 national champion on the NASCAR side who plans to run some cars tour events here in 2022. And also want to thank the sponsors that make the Stickered Up podcast possible, our friends at Solid Rock Carriers and Kirk Ipoch. BST Shocks, PJ Bryant, Justin Johnson at Thrifty Tire, Pit Road TV, and Tony Stevens, and our newest edition, Furniture for Less, Mr. Adam Resnick. Thank you guys for all of your support of the Stickered Up podcast. We hope to see you at Hickory Motor Speedway this weekend. If you can't, you can catch the action on Cars Tour TV from our friends at Pit Road TV. That's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up podcast. We'll see you next week. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts.